Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast of the Athletic School. Today, our guest speaker is Timo. He's the owner of Timo's Note on Instagram. He has almost 75,000 followers there where he talks about books. He's also the host of the Power of the Book podcast. So uh, today, we're going to talk about the power of books. Uh, Timo, thanks so much for, for joining me. It's a pleasure, man. Thank you so much, Igor, for inviting me. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Awesome. Well, so let me just uh, jump right to the questions. Uh, I know you read a lot. So my first question is, how did you get into reading? Yeah, so actually, I I always loved reading, even as a child. I, I always read, you know, children books and just like easy stuff that I was curious about. And it kind of yeah, I kind of lost the the passion for it when I was in school because then in high school, you know, you get forced to read certain books that you might not enjoy as much. So I think we all go through that phase. But then uh, once I finished high school, I, I randomly picked up a book because I was bored uh, on my holidays, uh, which was about a German mountaineer, a very famous one, uh, Reinhold Messner. Some people might know him. And I really enjoyed the story, you know, it was a very exciting book to read, even though I, I'm not even into mountaineering or anything. But at, with that book, it kind of like lit my fire again, my passion for reading. I realized again, well, books can be so much fun to read and there are so many great stories out there. And then I just started, you know, picking up um, like books about current topics like politics, economics and stuff like that. And then eventually through YouTube videos, I actually got into the nonfiction personal development, self-help stuff that I'm now mainly reading or, or like the things that I now mainly enjoy. And one of the first books was actually Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is a classic. And for many people, it is the first book that they read. So yeah, that's how I got into it. And then this was like five years ago. And since then I've read hundreds of books in these genres because I love, yeah, how much fun they are to read and how they impact my life. Right. Is it something that your parents introduced you? Did they make you read or is something just, just came out to, to yourself? I think as a child, my parents always read stories to me and my brother. So in that way, they somehow, as you said, like introduced it to us, like reading was a thing in our family but they never really read much themselves and, and not nonfiction books or stuff like that. But yeah, they encouraged us to read as a, as a child. And I, yeah, I think because of that, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And I think that's the best way. Cause if you just keep telling your kids to, Oh, you should read this, you should read that. And I don't think they're going to really enjoy. And if you don't enjoy, I don't think you can get a, a lot from it. Um, so right. What what's the power of books? Basically, what what can you if you can? Uh, I know the power of books. There's so many different powers, but uh, how would you kind of give a summary of what are the power of the books? Yeah, so I I also use that title for my podcast, for example, and actually with a group of other people on Instagram, we established a hashtag like with the power of books community that we use and. Why I used it in the first place is because I often feel like the power that books hold is often underestimated. Like people don't realize that they can buy a book for 10 to 20 bucks and they can learn 
so much from one person's life that took them 70, 80 years to live through those experiences and learn those lessons, especially when you talk about biographies, but also other books, you know, there are books by by famous scientists or whatever, and they've studied decades or did research for decades about certain topics. And then they compress all this into a book that you can read in six to 10 hours and pay 20 bucks for. Like that's a bargain, you know, you, there's yeah. so little effort and so little uh, financial means you have to put into this, this and you can get so much from it. So, so that's what I mean when I talk about the power of books, because I also think that one book has the potential to change your life if, if it finds you at the right time. Yeah. Um, so nowadays, uh, YouTube, it's huge. And a lot of people, they don't want to read, but they just want to see a summary of the book on YouTube or on a podcast that talks about that. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, me personally, I, I think the experience, it's something different that it's hard for us to describe. You just got to read so you can know. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's a great question, first of all. And I want to say up front that I also watch YouTube videos. You know, sometimes I also read a summary of a book or listen to a podcast with an author talking about the book, for example. But I think the difference is if you just look at inputs and outputs, you know, in my opinion, if you watch a YouTube video about a certain topic, um, let's say you watch a YouTube video about, you know, setting up your next workout plan, for example, you want to grow muscle, go to the gym or whatever, and you'll watch a YouTube video that's 20 minutes long. You'll get some information from this and it will usually obviously be helpful information, I guess. But because you only invest 20 minutes, you only get so much out of it, you know, but if you take a book, as we said before, one person has invested like years of experience and you read the book for a couple hours. So the investment you personally make is also bigger. And because you make a bigger investment, you spend more time learning the, the things, the principles, the techniques and everything, you get more out of it. So I think both, both things are valuable and important but it depends on what your goal is. You know, if you just want to get a rough idea of something or you have a very, very specific question about a very specific thing, then, you know, you might go with a YouTube video that gives you the exact answer, gives you a broad idea of, of what you, the topic is about. But for the example, if someone wants to set up a workout routine, you know, I would say grab a good book. Like um, I can give two recommendations actually. <laughs> So the first one is The World's Fittest Book by Ross Edgley. Mm -hmm. He basically gives you all the tools you need to create any workout plan of any sort for yourself. So you read that book once and then for the rest of your life, you're basically set up. <laughs> and then the second one that I'm currently listening to is actually also by Ross Edgley. Um, and it's called The Art of Resilience, where he also covers a lot of yeah, principles and guidelines on how to set up a proper training routine. So yeah, that's what I think that, you know, videos, podcasts, books, each has their own benefits, but it depends yeah. on what you want to get out of it. Yeah. Um, you So you mentioned that you read a lot of like self-help self books, uh, self-development. Uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, sometimes we say self-help and it sounds not as good as it should. But anyway, um but what are some things that we should read? Um, is there 
a problem of reading like fictional books, history books or stuff like that? Or like, what are the, some of the things that we should read in, in your personal opinion? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's funny that you mentioned history because actually I'm going to start with that. <laughs> history is actually one genre that I recently, or like for the last one or two years, I realized that I really enjoy. And in school, when I had history class, I always thought, well, why would I care what happened 400 years ago? You know, this doesn't affect me. It doesn't interest me. And, and now I laugh at, at this because now I read books, you know, about ancient Stoic philosophy and, and, you know, about like German history and stuff like that. And it's just so fascinating because you see how quickly the world, you know, changes and develops and how different people lived just two or three generations ago. And it really puts things into perspective. So I would say people should read more history for one, yeah. <laughs> but then also, um, I think generally people should read what they enjoy. There's definitely like, I love fiction, you know, there are great fiction books out there. And if you want to have a light to read, or if you want to read something, you know, that opens up your mind, new ideas, go for fiction, definitely. Um, but also because there are people uh, who only read fiction and to those, I would say also try reading a nonfiction book every now and then, you know, something that teaches you a new skill or teaches you, you know, but human psychology or whatever, or gives you some kind of thing that you can apply to your life to be happier, make more money, or just be healthier, you know, whatever. So I, I actually want to mention one thing that I think people should read less of, and that's productivity books and time management books. Because okay. I feel like everybody gets caught up in this like I know so many people and, and I include myself in the beginning. I read a lot of books, you know, how to be more productive, how to get more stuff done. And then the more people read and the more people spend time with those, those things, the more you realize that they, they go to different genres because the productivity thing is all good, but you, you get to a point where you realize it can be summarized in a few main points. And, you know, one of the main points is you just have to do what you have to do, even if you don't want to do it. Yeah. So you don't need to have any productivity hacks or anything, you know, just get the stuff done that you have to get done and that's it. Yeah. And you also realize that productivity isn't the most important thing. You know, it's not always about doing more or doing it fast or whatever, but they're also more valuable other things out there in life so I, I would say people shouldn't read as many productivity books and get into stuff like science you know history and mm -hmm. psychology stuff like that philosophy is a great genre but generally just what they enjoy right yeah i think uh, uh reading what you enjoy is the best way to start reading and to create a habit um yeah it's crazy how you mentioned like uh history and then philosophy because if you read philosophy um they talk a lot about becoming a better person you know what what's what uh, what you should do what's the right thing to do ethics justice and things like that especially the stoics as you mentioned and then that brings you to different books that um that it takes us to the self-development books and stuff like that so i think uh, right. it's 
um, it's kind of funny to see the, the relationship between them. You know, you can start from um, self-development books and then you go to philosophy and you see the, the relationship that they have. Or you can start with philosophy and they, they, they will take you to the same path, which is almost becoming a better version of yourself. So I think that's that's awesome. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, what what are some of the the benefits that you that you uh, find in reading that you that you had in this last five years that you started reading so much? Hmm. So the main thing I would say is actually the contents of the book. You know, that's the main reason why I read them, and that's the main benefit of reading. You know, I've learned so much about so many different topics, from health to making money to investing money to how mm -hmm. to think or like handle tough situations, how to communicate with other people. You know, there's so much that you can can learn from the book. So the content is actually um, the, the best thing you get from books. Um, but then also uh, it's proven that reading books decreases stress levels, you know? So it's also just a, a good thing to do in your free time to calm down, to take a break, you know, and, it also engages the brain in a way that, you know, like reading is like working out for your brain. So mm -hmm. it's also good for brain health in that sense. Um, Cause when you read and you learn new things, you know, your brain is active and it has to work and, and that keeps your brain healthy. So stuff like that as well. But then from the contents, I would, I would say actually one of the biggest benefits I've realized is, yeah, how in, in everyday life I deal with certain situations, you know, sometimes I think it's funny when, you know, when something small happens, whatever, you know, I, I, I drop something in the kitchen or whatever, you know, in the past I would be like, oh shit, uh, I have to clean it. Uh, now I don't even worry about it for five seconds anymore. You know, it's like, oh shit, I, I, I'm going to clean it. You know, that's over done well. And, and things like that, you know, it's it's the, the small things that you just handle better and you realize it's not that bad. Yeah. And and that's one of the main benefits of, that I've experienced. Mm -hmm. um, do you use any any techniques to read? Do you, I don't know, can you read everywhere? Do you play uh, music in the background? Do you do anything like that? <clears throat> yeah, so as you said, it, it depends a lot on where I am. Mm -hmm. I, pref I, I mostly prefer, you know, just reading at my desk or on the couch. Um, and then if I'm somewhere, you know, when it's noisy in a train, bus, whatever, I can also read with my headphones on. And then I put, uh, I have a, a playlist, you know, with some like songs without any vocals yeah. and I put that on and then I also can, can focus quite well to read. Um, but other than that, I just use a highlighter, you know, um, mark the stuff sometimes write in the on, on the pages if i have any notes or anything look things up whatever and um yeah then usually oh, i don't do it every time to be honest but uh, i aspire to do it with all the books is that after i finish the book i i sit down and i reflect on the main lessons that i gained from the book and then most importantly, something that I recently integrated in my process kind of is to write down the main thing that I can do, the main thing that I can act on. So to implement um, and get the benefits from the contents. So I, I try to keep it uh, small, just one thing, because 
we can also overwhelm ourselves. You know, there are books like you could do hundreds of different things after reading it, but it's not very likely that you will do that. So just start with one. Yeah, no. And yeah, that's that's the main thing I do. Yeah, that's awesome. I was going to ask you that because I feel like uh, when you sit down with yourself and then you reflect a little bit or even write write something down, uh, I think that helps us getting more from the books. And it's kind of what I was going to ask you. So, yeah, that's that's it. That's a good technique. Um, Absolutely. How, like how much do you read? Do you spend a lot of time reading or uh, like, uh, I don't know, how how much do you read? Yeah, so... To be honest, it it depends a lot on on the current situation. You know, right now, I think I read about right now. It's probably an hour a day, but just because I listen to an audio book while working out. Okay. So in a physical book, like actual reading, it's probably just fifteen to twenty minutes a day right now. Mm-hmm. But you know, it sometimes I have weeks or months where I read more than I read less. I actually don't really force myself anymore at this point i just let it flow you know i just take it as it is and sometimes i have a book you know that it it, it will be a little harder to get back to and then i read less and then i pick up a different book and it just catches me and i read it in four days you know so i i don't really i can't really tell but um yeah right now i have a good audiobook as i said so i listen to it every day when i when i work out or do some chores so it's roughly you know probably 30 minutes a day and in, in the past i had this rule where i tried to read at least 10 pages a day you know mm-hmm. it's not much but it's also not little you get a book uh you could finish a book a month if you do that and it's and it's very little time that you have to invest so if people want to start with something i would say rather read 10 pages a day then read nothing mm-hmm. yeah no that's that that's great um for the people that don't like to read uh because i feel like uh, our audience here it's mainly you know college athletes uh young people that are you know trying to prove their performance and stuff like that um and i always talk about books because i i know and i have seen the difference that the books can make in our in our lives um but people oft, often say it's boring i don't like it so i don't do it uh what what are some of the things that you can tell them so maybe they can change their mind a little bit yeah so as you perfectly said before i think the main thing is really just find a book that you love you know that excites you and i it's funny because when you say athletes like i think about all the books that I've read, you know, by some of my role models who are athletes, you know, like, like about specific sports. If you have someone who's into soccer, you know, I bet they would love to read about, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi's story. And there, I bet there are a couple of books out there about them, or, you know, maybe have, you have a favorite uh, soccer coach um, that who has written a book, you know, I, I think, there are so many who have who have written great books. You know, Carlo Ancelotti, uh, Jurgen Klopp has written a book, I think, and and uh, Jose Mourinho has also written a book, in, uh, I believe. So you know, you can always find a person or a story or some kind of topic that you're probably really excited about, yeah. and I, I would just recommend you know start with that, and and read about that, or if you know. It could even be something, you know, 
totally off topic like if, if i don't know maybe you saw that one of your favorite athletes recommended a book mm-hmm. that isn't really about sports but you know it's it still you like the person so you might like their recommendation for example i think lebron james uh often recommended the alchemist which is a small fiction book you know yeah. it had it has nothing to do with basketball but you might still enjoy it yeah. so looking for for points like that i would say that's the best way um to get started and and especially biographies memoirs stuff like that are really easy to read because they 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 cover a story you know it's like watching a movie right. but uh, a lot more fun and more yeah. detailed yeah i agree uh, and, and i think something that it's important to mention is like uh for especially for athletes um you know if we look at the people that athletes that are successful you know they always um had read many books if we if we take a look on their habits uh you know like from successful business people from athletes uh they have some things that are in common you know most of the time they read a lot you know they i don't know wake up early you know stuff like that they have a certain discipline um so i think it's like a people kind of auto sabotage um uh, thinking that oh i don't need to read uh reading the alchemist is not going to help me uh, you know score score more goals and you know it's mm-hmm. like uh, okay now you're just lying to yourself you, you mm-hmm. know uh so I think it's important for people that they, if they want to get somewhere, they need to understand that there are some things that they need to do. Um, there are some things in the checklist that you got to check before you get there. Um, and reading, it's one of them, you know, and if, if you're not reading, uh, you're probably getting behind. And there's a quote that says like, um, someone that doesn't read has no advantage of someone that doesn't know how to read. Mm. And and I think that's that that's perfect. It just says really good right there. Uh, the importance of reading. So yeah, totally. yeah. I think that's that's a great point, and I want to pick up on that real quick because, as you said, you know, even if the person might not enjoy reading, if they are ambitious, who I, like, I think your audience, the people who watch your stuff, they are probably very ambitious and want to get somewhere. You know. Then you could also take a different approach where you talk about what's your goal. You know, as you said, in soccer, you know, you want to score more goals or you want to be a better defender or whatever. So you have to perform better. Mm-hmm. And if you're really like, if you're serious, you're going to look for ways to become better. And then, you know, there are books out there about performance in sports. There are books about there about physical performance that are definitely relevant to you. And so if you're serious about getting better, you know, as you said, it's, it's no option. You got to read those books. You got to implement those techniques. Otherwise you won't get where you want to be. So yeah, mm-hmm. totally yeah. agree with awesome. what you said. Yeah. Awesome. Um, just to kind of wrap it up. Uh, I know it's hard, but uh, what, what are some of the top, top books that you have read that you would recommend? Um, I don't know, from fiction to nonfiction to athletes to non-athletes, anything. Yeah, so I'm going to start with athletes because that's what you're all about. Yeah. So one book that came out, I think, oh, yeah, it's, it's March already. Oh, time fast by. It's already out like half a year or something like that, but it's called Human Mechanics. 
okay. by a guy who you most likely find if you go to Instagram and search for MT Performance DK. Okay. Uh, he actually works with some of the biggest soccer clubs in Europe and some really big soccer stars. And because he takes a very unusual approach to physical performance and stuff like that, he has some very unconventional techniques and methods. Uh, but he knows a lot about the the human body and how how we work. So his book Human Mechanics, I would I would highly recommend it um, for athletes especially. And then I've read a book that I'm going to pick up real quick. It's called Sustain Your Game by Alan Stein Jr. This guy, he trained people like uh, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, and I don't know who else. Like He trained some of the um, biggest basketball stars. Mm-hmm. And he talks a lot about the mental aspect of performance. Um, he has another book called Race Your Game. And then this one is the second one. So I could re- recommend both of them for the mental aspect of performance. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to get to some of my favorites, um, my my top one book right now is actually David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me. You mm-hmm. you probably know it. And and yeah, it's, I don't know, when I read the book for, for the first time three or four years ago, I don't know when exactly it was released it just totally opened up my mind to what human beings are capable of achieving. You know, he shares stories in the book where you're like, there's no way that a human being can do that. But he, you know, he shows us each day now because he shares a lot on, on social media as well. And has a second book out, which is also great, but this book really, yeah, it, it made me run my first marathon and, um i ran multiple marathons now because of that book because it 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 lit a fire in me somehow to push myself to to yeah try to you know not listen to any uh, barriers or whatever and then uh another book that i want to mention which is also very popular is atomic habits by james clear mm-hmm. it's probably the best personal development book that I've read so far, if you want to talk about habits, you know, making life easier and like it's one aspect of it, but then also making life better for yourself. And I want to mention one last book and I actually have that one right next to me right now. So I'm going to show it. It's called how to control the uncontrollable by Ben Aldrich. And it's basically a, a brief quote-unquote brief summary of stoicism and its 10 main principles um and yeah the author also gives a personal touch to it he added some of his own principles and thoughts but uh, it's a great introduction to philosophy very easy to read a lot to learn from it so if you don't want to dive into some of the original texts by Seneca Marcus Aurelius or whatever like in the beginning I recommend a book like that Mm-hmm. Um, I really love that one too. So yeah, I gave you five, actually six. Yeah. So I think people have some some books to pick from. Awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah, and I think another thing it's like uh, I saw that you have an account on Goodreads, which I just yes. found out, and it's awesome. I I love that. Um, I just started. I read on Kindle, so my all my highlights goes to there, and then. I think it's, I don't know, it's just so good. And I'm so glad I found that. 
and I uh, I'm following you there. So I'm gonna go go there once I start a, a new book for sure. So yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, some of the some of the questions that we always ask our our guest speaker now. Um, I'm sure you you talk a, when you read you we always come to that topic about success and greatness, you know, and things like things like that. So my question for you is how, how you, do you define success? Mm. Yeah, that's actually tough because I, I don't have like a, a short version or a, like a, a written down version of what success means to me that I can, you know, just spit out right now. But if I would have to, to freestyle it right now, I would say success for me is to keep evolving and growing and learning new things because life is growth you know in nature if you look at plants if you look at animals when they stop growing they're basically dying and that for me is success if you can continue to get better you know to make new experiences to yeah perform better learn new things do new stuff then that's success to me. Um, and it doesn't matter if you've achieved any numbers, you know, or any goals or whatever, as long as you keep going and you get better each and every day. So I think that's the, the key for me, the, the main thing. Yeah, I and I love that. And I, I haven't heard that one before, um, but I like I like how you mentioned the plants. And like, if they stop growing, uh, they're dying. So I think that's that's a... Uh, great way to to look at success um well timo thanks so much um it was i i'm pretty sure a lot of people are gonna enjoy the episode i did i'm, I'm taking a lot of insights here i'm sure it's gonna become some good reels on instagram um and i i mean I, i've learned a lot and i'm sure people that are gonna listen is gonna learn a lot too so thanks so much for joining me Thank you, Igor. It was a pleasure. And I also hope that people will enjoy the episode. For sure. Thank you. Thank you.